I love it when we have guest speakers. Amen? Amen. Why do I feel like I can say anything and you would say amen? Amen. It's like one of those preacher tricks. It's like I woke up out of bed today, I took a shower, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like my bowl of cereal today was really good, amen? Hallelujah. It's something that happens when you're a preacher, you know? You can say anything. Blah, blah, blah. Amen? Amen. You. Amen. So why? Why am I so blessed when a guest speaker like we had last week comes to Mishkan David? Does anybody know why? Because you're going to sit with Susie. You're going to get to write a sermon. Yeah, that's why. And I get to sit with Susie, of course. So I had my day off last week as Rabbi Stewart was sharing. So, but of course, you know, I, I still have to read the Torah portion of the week. Because after all, I'm a rabbi. So I, what the rabbis do but read the Torah portions. So I read the Torah portions and Rabbi Stewart shares what was on his heart. And then at the end, something came forth out of me about the Torah portion last week. And it was about when a leper gets cleansed. How many loves to hear, to hear sermons about lepers? Amen? Amen! Amen. Woo! And I felt Adonai speaking through me. Now, I don't know if he was speaking through me at you, but I know he was speaking through me at me. And some things came forth that ministered to me. So I left thinking I had a day off. And then I feel out of nice saying, you didn't have a day off. Because there's more I need to share through you from last week's Torah portion. Because you kind of had to cut it short, if you know what that means. So you'll do the real thing this week. So we get a double portion. Yeah. So I will start just by sharing what I shared last week, which ministered to me as it came forth. So the week prior, we spoke about leprosy, tsa'ra'at, in scripture. And last week in the Torah portion, when the leper gets cleansed, and you must understand that the leper is an absolute outcast in society. It is the Torah epitome of the outcast. The one who is unlovable, the one who everybody wants to stay away from and not be near, and the one who is actually has to leave the camp. This leper has to go outside the camp and live alone. He's the epitome of uncleanliness and he's the epitome of somebody who's just, nobody wants to be around this person. But I'm gonna switch between last week's Torah portion, no, I'm sorry, yeah, and this week's Torah portion, but when Adam and I had me go into last week's again, it starts by saying, on the day of the cleansing, 
of this leper. On the day of his cleansing. It doesn't say if he gets cleansed. It doesn't say when he repents of his leprosy. It doesn't say when he comes to his senses. It doesn't say when he goes to the doctor and finally fixes himself up. It just says, on the day of his cleansing, which speaks to me that whatever we're going through, whatever it is where we're feeling unclean, whatever it is where we're feeling outside the camp, outside the camp, the day of cleansing is ordained. Hallelujah. It's not an if. It's a when. It's an on the day. Your cleansing is not an if. It's not an if. It's a yes and amen. And it came forth last week that we all, because we're all so holy, remember the blessing and the anointing of the high priest, which is, we can probably all remember, say it because we remember it, because it speaks to us, and it should speak to us. Where it's our ear, right ear, are we familiar with it? Yeah. Our right thumb, and our right tootsie. Gets anointed when the high priest gets anointed. And it's something that's exclusive to the high priest. In last week's Torah portion, I learned for the first time that there's one other type of person that gets the exact same anointing. And that is the cleansed leper. So when there is somebody who is outside the camp, when there is somebody who has leprosy, uncleanliness, something that we just, we can't touch, we're like, oh, no, 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 okay, well, God bless you, I'm praying for you, but, yeah, you're going to be over there. God sees within this person a priesthood, a high priesthood, and God has the same blessing for the priest. The same blessing that he has for the priest is for this one, this dirty scumbag who nobody wants to touch. God has the same blessing for this one on the day of his cleansing. And that teaches me how to look at people. Hallelujah. You know, but, but the, the attribute of God, one of the attributes of God, when he speaks on the mountain of his attributes, one of them is long suffering. <laughs> That's a whacked out English word. Because who wants to suffer for a really long time? <laughs> Who the heck wants to suffer for a really long time? Long suffering. Whoever thought of the English language, couldn't they thought of a better word for something that means patience? 
for people that need some patience. But Adonai is long suffering. Long suffering. Do you know that for the leper who gets cleansed, there is no time limit? It does not say in scripture that if he is not cleansed by a certain amount of time, that it's too late. But what it does say is the high priest checks him out. If he's still not clean, he'll come back like a week later, check him out again. If he's still not clean, he'll come back, check him out a week later. Long suffering. Adonai is looking to teach us his attribute of long suffering. Of sticking this thing out. Because our human nature is to short suffering. That's human nature. Divine nature is long suffering. Because he's long suffering with me. So he's teaching us to be long suffering with each other and long suffering with those who are just so broken and so messed up. One of the things that came to me as I reread that scripture, that Torah portion, is that on the day of the leper's cleansing, the high priest goes to him outside the camp. And you gotta understand this. The high priest works at the tabernacle, man. That's, that's the real cleanse place. That's the place where nobody, like no uncleanliness is allowed to go in. Like if you're in this uncleanly, ritual unclean thing, you like, you can't give your sacrifice at that time. Like the tabernacle is like the divine manifest presence at that time. And that's where the priest hung out. That's where he worked. That's where he made his living. But it says the priest leaves that place, leaves that place and goes outside the camp to visit the leper on the day of his cleansing. Do you know what's outside the camp? That's like the garbage dump of Israel. That's like the toilet bowl of Israel. That's like the ash heap from yesterday's sacrifices goes there. The people sinners go there. It's like the leper colony, whatever that is, of Israel. And the high priest leaves his place. Leaves his place. Hello, Yeshua. Hello, Yeshua. Who left his place to visit this freaking leper outside the camp. <laughs> <laughs> to declare be clean. Hallelujah. So there's more to say from this Torah portion. You don't need to have leprosy which is showing <coughs> on our skins to have uncleanness. We don't know what each other is going through inside. We don't know the hell that we're going through, that each other are going through. This Yeshua dances around the place, will run around the place and jump and shout, but you don't know the hell this guy goes through. 
on a day-by-day -day basis. And even if it's the same thing with all of us. We don't know what's going on. But whatever is going on, the high priest leaves the tabernacle to visit us. Just sitting here like everything's all good. But inside, you got this leprosy thing going on. And you're just feeling like you're outside the camp. The high priest is coming right for you, Jack. The high priest is coming right for you. Because the high priest ignores the praises and the worshipers and goes right for that leper. We spoke a couple of weeks ago when there was a leper in the time of Yeshua. And all the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the Shmadgesees and the Pharisees and the Ludgesees and the Blackusees. They're all praising the Lord, giving their sacrifices. Doink! And Yeshua is unaffected. Then in the distance, way in the distance, he hears something. Unclean, 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 unclean. And then Yeshua, the lion within the lamb, rises up. What did I just hear? And he will bypass all other righteous folk to go to the one who is unclean. Leave the camp. Do you know that what Yeshua did by touching that leper is against Torah? Yes. Do you know that according to Leviticus chapter 5, <laughs> anyone who touches any man in any manner that they can become unclean becomes unclean? Do you know that according to Torah, that day, Yeshua was not allowed to go into the tabernacle if he was going to give a sacrifice according to Torah? What? According to Torah, if you touch a leper, you become unclean, and you can't enter in to make your little sacrifice. Hello, one who gave up. Who is the sacrifice? Yeah, who gave up his equality with God, but lowered himself. Hello, one that lowers himself. And becomes unclean and takes on our uncleanliness so we can be set free. What was that scripture I just posted on Facebook? Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> he who knew no sin became sin so we can be the righteousness of God. See, we may look all fine, well, and holy, come on up, Justin. But what's happening in how we feel and what's going on that becomes that's invisible to us. For so many of us, we feel like this. Hold this. And don't wake. Okay. 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 
They say you can do anything with duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't see it. Break out of that one. <laughs> it's like a, a kidnapper's tool. What else you got in your trunk? <laughs> we don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see what's got us, these vessels, wrapped around, wrapped around these vessels that they can't get out of in their own strength. We don't know what type of leprosy we're dealing with. And we can be looking good and we can be worshiping, but sometimes there's something that's just got us wrapped around and we just can't break out of this thing in our own strength. And we don't see it. But we learned as we go through the, the building of the tabernacle how delicate the tabernacle is. So when we deal with each other um. as tabernacles, we deal with each other delicately. In comes this week's Torah portion, Yom Kippur. When a goat, two goats, are taken into the tabernacle, the Holy of Holies, one is sacrificed. And one has the sins placed on it. And this goat takes the sins and brings it to this mysterious place that the Torah calls Azazel, which is not found anywhere in scripture except for these verses. I believe it's like the Torah's version of hell. It's like this unclean place spiritually. But that place is not meant for God's kids. The people don't go on the goat. The sins go on the goat. And that is taken into Azazel. The sins are taken to Azazel so the people can be set free. Mm -hmm. And this is what Yeshua did. He takes the sins upon himself. So what Yeshua did, he doesn't take this vessel into Azazel. He takes this and does this. You ready for a dance? That is what Yeshua does. So the vessel can be set free. And then he takes this thing and he brings it to Azazel. It's a lot easier for Yeshua than me. Come on, let's go now. Yeah, here. You get the picture. Uh -oh. Come on. This is 
is what Yeshua does. Be careful. This is what Yeshua does. And he takes the sin. This is what goes to Azazel. So the vessel of God can be set free and receive the high priesthood. Hallelujah. 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 Kids. You know what gets thrown into the lake of fire? Death gets thrown into the lake of fire. So God's kids can be set free. How does Yom Kippur and Passover converge? This Torah portion is converge because we're about to do Passover and this Torah portion is about Yom Kippur and it's about the Lamb of God who in this case is represented as that goat who takes the sins of the people on itself, brings that outside the camp, drops it off there so the people can be set free. Thank you, Father. Arms wide open. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And who the Son sets free is free. Him and the whole household. Remember that when Israel was taken over by Joshua. And Jerusalem was marched around, Jericho was marched around seven times. Who was the one that was saved? It was a hooker. And her family. Hallelujah. And her family. The one, the one who everybody either wanted to stay away from yeah. or wanted to hang around for an unholy reason. Didn't want to get caught there. She's the one who gets saved and her family. Thank you, Father. The high priest goes outside the camp, leaves that tabernacle, that holy, perfectly clean place, this goes to the one who is dirty, who is outcast, who is isolated, who is living alone, who is untouchable and unwanted. This is the one that our high priest goes out of the tabernacle to find. It's something that Adonai is calling us to do. I don't do it so well. I don't do it so well. I don't do it so well. I admit it. But it's something that Adonai is calling us to do. To leave the cleanliness of the tabernacle to go to that place outside the camp on the day of his cleansing and declare 
You are clean. And you are a priest. Yes. Yes.